Hey, it's me, Lola. And this is Dante. And you're listening to the, the Smoke, Smoke and Profit, Profit Podcast. So recently, I was reading Psalm 73 in the Passion Translation, mm-hmm. which really lights me up. And why know? does it light you up? Because the language is so colorful. I agree. I love it. So this scripture was actually about someone with a distorted perspective. And I thought, how cool is that to talk about right now, especially with so many people pursuing their dreams, their goals, their desires, and even for us, Dante, us building our brand, the smoking profit and all of that. We don't want to get entangled with a distorted perspective and then that influence how we're building it. Yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about why this matters to you. This matters to you listeners because a distorted perspective will influence everything you see, say, think, and do. And it can happen super easily. We'll give you an example. It happens as easily as looking at what someone else has or is doing and saying, ooh, I would like that. That's nice. Then it turns into what? Why is this happening for them? I work hard too. Shoot. And it ends up? I deserve this. I'm going to show them. Wow. Distorted perspectives can happen to anybody. And it happens to everybody because at one time in life, we thought, I want somebody else's stuff. Yeah. We may not come out and say it like that, but you can look at somebody at your job and be like, I want their position. Yes. You know? Or look I've at done your that boss. in real life by accident. Right. Look at your boss and be like, I want that too. Ooh, true story. So I was at my current job. This was my first day of training. And you know how when you go into a new job, especially a corporate job, they're like, all right, let's have you meet some of the bigger people. So I met my my boss's boss's boss. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, you know, great. We're so happy to have you people here. You know, what? what's your goals here? What do you want? I was like, eventually I want your job. <gasps> You said that? I definitely did. Are you serious? I really did. Oh my gosh. You know what did you say? He, he was taken aback for a second, but he said, you know, I like your motivation. I like the fact that you have a drive and you know what you want. And we actually have a really good relationship too. That's really cool. But I wouldn't have told them I want your job. I like, know. I don't care what happens to you. I, I want a position say. like yours, you know? Yeah. I want to get to that level. Did you mean it like that? I did not. I meant okay. I want to be at that level. But right. But you just said it I, like. I said the first. I want your job. Thing that came to my head. I want your job. Yeah, I want your job. <laughs> he was like, was like, ah. You know, the worst part I saw right after I said, I was like, ooh, I should not have said it that way. Did you try to recover and say like, I didn't mean it like that? Nope. Okay. Good. The damage was done. The face was there. I was just like, ah. You could have recovered. You could have been like, I'm extremely nervous. I didn't mean that like that. See, I was not that smooth. <laughs> like, I just said the wrong thing. That's exactly. kind of like on the movie Aladdin. Man, we have gotten so far off. Remember when Aladdin was meeting? Okay, so guys, we're talking about the live action Aladdin movie. Yes, the one that just came out in 2019. So when Aladdin was meeting, well, was the Sultan, the Sultan and Princess Jasmine. And he was like, we have jams for you. And he was just saying all the wrong things. Like, I want to buy you. And he was just saying all the wrong things. So that was you, basically. That was me. <laughs> it was just word vomit. I didn't, and I couldn't stop. I was like, no, no. <laughs> Let's get back to this. But anyways, Dante, you were telling us about how we all will want what someone else has at some point in life. And how you've done that at work. And I've done that, too. So we're saying that it can be anyone from a coworker to a family member could be an ex that treated you dirty, but ironically, they're living on the top of the world while you're not. Friends that are doing what you want to do when you're not. People living their best life when you're just practicing. 
and probably the most common people on social media, which by the way, some of the stuff on social media is so fake. It's sickening. I know. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of that news report about Bow Wow. The story reported that Bow Wow posted an Instagram photo saying he was about to fly to New York on his private jet when in real life, it was a commercial plane, not a jet. Wow. I know. According to the report, a Snapchatter posted a picture of Bow Wow on the same commercial flight to New York, aka that private jet. That's crazy. And to think if celebrities can look at what other people have and fake it, fake it yeah and have a desire to fake it then what chance do i stand so my question is like how do we stay sober dante how do we see things happening in our world how do we see things that other people are doing and not get influenced by it not allow those things to warp what we think say do feel you know, even our emotions. Well, how do we do that? That is a really good question. That is exactly what we're going to be talking about in today's episode, how we stay sober and we don't become influenced by the culture. All right, let's get into it. All right. We're excited. Hope you all are. They are. You are listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast with your hosts, Dante and Lola, who are here and ready to resource you spiritually, creatively, and socially so that you can live life and live life better, so that you can do life and do life better with inspiration that is actionable, kickback, and listen. Because Before you we get into our whole topic for today, Dante, seriously. You told one of your senior leaders that you wanted his job? I did, and it made the entire meeting so awkward. However, I did apologize to him after the meeting to, you know, kind of let him know that I didn't want his job specifically, but I wanted to get into a position like his. And what I also did, because he understood where I was coming from, I asked him, do you guys have a mentoring program? Do you guys have something that will help me in this new job become better, become a better employee? I want to get to a level like you and I want to learn from you. And he took that. I'm glad you recovered. I did recover. Yeah. Because it was not a smooth (laughs) transition at first, but I did recover. Oh man, I'm super glad you recovered. Now you got me thinking about moments where I've been able to talk to like senior leaders Mm -hmm. and stuff. And you always say something in the moment, and this is with anyone you're talking to, you'll Mm -hmm. always say something in the moment that you wish you could take back or maybe go back and tweak a little bit. Yes. Like in moments where I've had one-on-one opportunities Mm -hmm. with super high up exec i should have just asked them something like what books are you reading I know, you right? know what i'm saying yeah. what podcast do you listen to yes. i'm like what did i ask what do we talk about <laughs> you know did i ask them to take a selfie no, oh my gosh no. <laughs> i did i asked after i talked for a little bit i asked i'm not gonna say her name on here i asked one, one of them can we take a selfie oh and she was like sure she was excited i mean i'm actually kind of happy that she was excited though she's like hey you know, what good conversation and selfie like all like, about sure. it sure oh my gosh like hearing her speak was like a ted talks but let's go ahead and get into this so there's this life principle 
that kind of helps to guard us from being influenced by culture and allowing our perspectives to be distorted. Yeah. And it's thou shall not want somebody else's stuff. Mm. I said it in my own words. And really, by the time that you get to even thinking about that command, you already want somebody else's stuff. And your perspective is usually already distorted. So we just want to go back a little bit. Distorted perspectives make us do terrible things, right? Yeah. It makes us serve ourselves. Mm-hmm. It makes us prideful. It makes us promote ourselves. It can make us jealous. It can make us envious. It can make us bitter and even like physically sick. Wow. You know, when you sit up and you look at something, for example, where you look at how someone has wronged you. Mm. And you just become so filled with hate, anger, Mm -hmm. you know, that can physically make your body sick. Yeah. And distorted perspectives, the crazy thing about them is that they can happen for a myriad of reasons, like the wrong reason and the right reason. Mm -hmm. So if someone legit wrongs you, that's kind of happening from the right reason, even though it's not a good thing that you're allowing it to happen. Mm. Because it's like you still got to catch it and own it and say... No, I'm not going to allow what someone did to me to influence my behavior and influence my present or my future. I'm going to own this moment and say and be honest with myself and how I feel, but I'm going to choose to heal. You know, I saw a quote recently, Dante, that said something to the effect of it's not what they did to you is not your responsibility, Mm. you know, Yeah. but it is your Mm. responsibility to heal. Yeah. And you know what? That reminds me of how important it is to heal because I've had situations where someone wronged me and it took me a very long time to heal. Like the the friend of mine, if you guys have not are not familiar with our history, I had a friend of mine who was in a bad situation. They got I basically helped them out on a phone line and eventually they kind of, you know, threw me to the curb, tried to leave me for the phone line. I was kind of stuck. I had that two year contract and I was bitter with them. I was really angry at them for a long time. And as you said, it's not the responsibility of what they did. It's how I heal. Mm -hmm. And it took me a very long time. Yeah, what they did to you is not your responsibility. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But it's that healing. That's what, that healing is important because I did have a distorted uh, perspective. I was, I didn't trust people for a while. Mm -hmm. My decisions were influenced by that act Mm -hmm. and it made it hard for me. So healing is very important. Right. And that's interesting what you said there is that you didn't trust people for a while because of this person. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just my perspective is off with you. It's with this person. That's like a conversation you and I were having recently where I'm like, okay, if I get into a place of where my perspective is distorted, then I have to allow my heart to heal because what that will cause me to do is one, to see everything under a microscopic lens you know what i'm saying like i'm seeing everything everything that's happening is now amplified and then i may see something that doesn't even exist exactly you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like you like where not only am i not trusting this person that really pooped on me with this phone bill and this bill this obligation but now i'm beginning to treat others this way too exactly so yeah Our point in saying all of this is that your distorted perspective could be based off of something valid. Yes. Okay? But we still have to make a choice 
to heal and not let it influence what we're doing. Your distorted perspective could be off of something that is not accurate. It's not reality. It could just be you looking at what someone else has and you becoming envious and jealous and Mm -hmm. thinking that, wow, I've been working hard. I deserve that too. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And we're not here to try sleeping up with the Joneses, the Kardashians, or whoever else. Worried about us, right? We got to keep up with us <laughs> when we want what other people have. Dante, the I'ma show them attitude usually manifests and it comes off as an ambition an ambition to prove and achieve something. It seeps into our soul and influences everything, 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 and anything we set out to establish. Sometimes distorted perspectives produce positive results. People use the desire for others' positions serving themselves and even jealousy to push for more still when we're motivated by the wrong things even when we do the right things we limit our own impact yeah and you're probably thinking about how does a distorted perspective produce a positive result it can be me saying that my parents were not great parents Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that it could be me saying that and then as a result i'm going in when it comes to parenting right yeah i'm like straight up mom goals you know yeah that's a perfect analogy right and then i'm doing an awesome job banging it out with my children my children are like yo mommy you are amazing Mm -hmm. and it all came from that perspective that right this distorted perspective you know let's go ahead and get into psalm 73 all right, and I'm going to be reading this out of the Passion Translation. No, no, no. You have the New Living Translation. Oh. I have the Passion Translation. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be reading this out of the New Living Translation. And this is a paper Bible, so if you hear the page turn, that's just what happens. It says, A Psalm of Asaph. Truly God is good to Israel, to those whose hearts are pure. But as for me, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. For I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. They seem to live such painless lives. Their bodies are so healthy and strong. They don't have troubles like other people. They are not plagued with problems like everyone else. They wear pride like a jeweled necklace and clothe themselves with cruelty. These fat cats have everything their hearts could ever wish for. They scoff and speak only evil. In their pride, they seek to crush others. They boast against the very heavens and their words strut throughout the earth. And so the people are dismayed and confused, drinking in all their words. What does God know? They ask. Does the Most High even know what's happening? Look at these wicked people, enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? Did I keep myself innocent for no reason? I get nothing but trouble all day long. Every morning brings me pain. If I had really spoken this way to others, I would have been a traitor to your people. So I tried to understand why the wicked prosper, but what a difficult task it is. Then I went into your sanctuary, O God, and I finally understood the destiny of the wicked. Truly, you put them on a slippery path and send them sliding over the cliff to destruction. In an instant, they are destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. When you arise, O Lord, you will laugh at their silly ideas as a person laughs at dreams in the morning. Listen to this in the Passion Translation, Psalm 73. No one can deny it. God is really good to Israel and to all those with pure hearts. 
but I nearly missed seeing it for myself. Here's my story. I came so close to missing the way. I was stumbling over what I saw with the wicked. For when I saw the boasters with such wealth and prosperity, I became jealous over their smug security, indulging in whatever they wanted, going where they wanted, doing what they wanted, and with no care in the world. No pain, no problems. They seemed to have it made. They lived as though life would never end. They didn't even try to hide their pride and opulence. Cruelty and violence is a part of their lifestyle. Pampered and pompous, vice oozes from their souls. They overflow with vanity. They're such snobs. Looking down their noses, they even scoff at God. They are nothing but bullies threatening God's people. Loud mouths with no fear of God, pretending to know it all. Wind bags full of hot air, impressing only themselves. First of all, they was going in. He was going in, Abe's <laughs> Yet the people keep coming back to listen to more of their nonsense. They tell their cohorts, God will never know. See, he has no clue of what we're doing. These are the wicked ones I'm talking about. They never have to lift a finger. Living a life of ease while their riches multiply. Have I been foolish to play by the rules and keep my life pure? Mm. Here I am suffering under your discipline day after day. I feel like I'm being punished all day long. If I had given into my pain and spoken of what I was really feeling, it would have sounded like unfaithfulness to the next generation. When I tried to understand it all, I just couldn't. It was too puzzling, too much of a riddle to me. But then one day I was brought into the sanctuaries of God and in the light of glory, my distorted perspective Spanish. Then I understood that the destiny of the wicked was near. They're the ones who are on the slippery path and God will suddenly let them slide off into their destruction and to be consumed with terrors forever. And I was reading in the commentary mm -hmm. over in that Bible, the study Bible. Yeah. And they just gave encouragement in their extra encouragement. Like when you sit up and look at what someone else's life is, especially when you know that they are doing like crazy stuff to live the life that they're living. Yeah. One day they will look at your life and be envious of you. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> like, one day when all of that stuff starts hitting mm -hmm. and everything that they've put into the ground begins to return to them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's man, like, I wish I had stayed right. They're going to be like, I wish I had that one's life over there. <laughs> they're really living in ease. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty interesting. But it said that when, when this person came into the sanctuaries of God, whether that be a physical place or an intimate time with the Lord in communion, then that's when their distorted perspective vanished. Mm. That was interesting to me. But before that, all they could see was what these other people had and how their life was not nowhere near that. And yeah. they were like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be exactly. doing. Exactly. Has anybody listening to this ever felt like that? I know you have. Yes. <laughs> I felt like that a couple of times. And every time I have to read Psalm 37. I have not read Psalm 37. What's in that? Go to it. I'll go to it. But every time I have to read Psalm 37, I'm serious. Or I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you an example. I used to have to work on Sundays and I hated it. And I was like, I love the Lord. I said, I love the Lord. I want to be with my church family. I want to be at my church on Sunday with them. And I've been working this job and they will not give me off Sundays. I said, and some of these people here, they don't even care about going to church on Sundays. Why they can't come in? Exactly. <laughs> and I love you, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So this is Psalm 37. You got it? Yeah, I have it out of the NIV version. Go for it. Okay. It says, do not fret because of those who are evil, or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. 
Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Listen to this. Psalm 37 verses 5 in the Passion Translation says, Give God the right to direct your life, and as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. He will appear as your righteousness, as sure as the dawning of a new day. He will manifest as your justice. That's crazy. That is awesome. That God will come and manifest as my justice. It doesn't say that he will cause justice to happen. No, No, he will come and stand in as my justice. That's epic. That is epic, babe. As sure and strong as the noonday sun. Verse 7, quiet your heart in his presence and pray. Keep hope alive as you long for God to come through for you. And don't think for a moment that the wicked in their prosperity are better off than you. So I would have to go and read Psalm 37 when I would start feeling like that. But I'm going to be honest, some days I would be feeling so deep in that place where my perspective was just off that I'd be like smacking my teeth like it ain't happening. It ain't happening fast enough. Look, I can't even barely smack my teeth. (laughs) It's not even happening fast enough. First of all, like this is not okay. Seriously, but I thought that this this Psalm 73 was just so beautiful because when he said that he came back into the presence of God, that God calls the distorted perspective to go away. And then verse 21, it said, when I saw all of this, what turmoil filled my heart, piercing my opinions with your truth, Mm. piercing my opinions with your truth. And the verses that I skipped before that were verses... 18 through 20 where it just talked about like what really happens when people do the wrong things like their end is not good it's not it's not good and he was like wait wow when this happened your truth pierced all my opinions yes so coming into communion with god causes those opinions that we've developed as warped as wicked as like senseless as they are Mm. to be pierced by god's truth then he says in verse 22 i was so stupid I was senseless and ignorant, acting like a brute beast before you, Lord. Yet in spite of all this, you comfort me by your counsel. You draw me closer to you. You lead me with your secret wisdom. And following you brings me into your brightness and glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? You're all I want. No one on earth means as much to me as you. Lord, so many times I fail, I fall into disgrace, but when I trust in you, I have a strong and glorious presence protecting and anointing me. Forever, you're all I need. We got everything we need. Ooh, 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 ooh. We got everything we need. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's Kanye West, by the way, the Jesus is King album with um, Todd Dolla Sign. Yes, just had to get that tagline. <laughs> Which reminds me of that meme. Which, one? Which I'm not going to talk about. Where it talks about like Ty Dolla Sign featured on a track. And then Ty <laughs> Dolla Sign on a track by himself. Okay. Let's get back to this. Verse 27. Those who abandon the worship of God will perish. The false and unfaithful will be silent. Never heard from again. Verse 28. But I'll keep coming closer and closer to you. Lord Yahweh, for your name is good to me. I'll keep telling the world of your awesome works. My faithful and glorious God. So I just thought that was really pretty. That is. And that passion translation be hidden. 
doesn't it? Like the the New Living Translation, when I before the Passion Translation, when that was like something that was just new verbiage for me, it was it was cool. But it's like, eh, okay, New Living Translation, you just gonna get some dust on you for yeah, a while, just a little bit, because that Passion mm, didn't it? We read something before. I was like, Ooh, Passion. I'm sorry, that hurt my whole heart. Like even the thir- um the twenty third Psalm, you know, that's the one that says, "The Lord is my shepherd; mm-hmm. I shall not want." Um, but it says, like, the Lord is is my best friend. <laughs> it says that. Oh, my gosh. It's just, like, so beautiful. So I encourage you all that are listening to check out the Passion Translation. A lot of the online Bible systems or Bible readers have the Passion Translation available. And it yes. has not even been completely released. Like, no. it's still being, like, pu- translated and published. Yes. Yeah. That's a good way to put that. And I, I listened to a podcast with one of the lead translators mm-hmm. of the Passion Translation on Doug Addison's Spiritual Connection podcast. And it was it was so, so good. It was so, so good because he was able to share his heart, mm-hmm. his heart for wanting to translate this version. I'm not going to tell you guys that. You guys are just going to have to go and listen to it yourself. Exactly. Okay. But we will put that link in today's episode notes so that you'll have it. And you can go and listen to his name is um, Brian Simmons. I believe that's his name. Back to what we're talking about. We're talking about distorted perspectives mm-hmm. and how it happens when we want what other people have. Yes. Right. It can happen when we want other people have. And by the time we need to tell ourselves, thou shall not covet or thou shall not want somebody else's stuff, we are already wanting it. It's too late. Right. So what do you do then? What you do is get into God's presence. Yes. Just like Asaph wrote about in Psalm 73, you get into God's presence Mm -hmm. and you allow God's presence to pierce your opinions with his truth. Exactly. And when he does that, he'll break the stuff off of you, even the bitterness that is actually forming around our hearts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. He'll break that stuff off of you so that you won't be motivated by the wrong things, so that you'll be passionate about what you do and your desires because you feel a burden to do it and yeah. not because you want to prove your worth to people, not because you want to prove you're right, no. not because you want to prove your ability to someone and not because you're looking at it like, I want to be greater than the next person. Yeah, I want to show them. All right, so let's go wrap this up. And here's what you can do. You can read Psalm chapter 73. In the Passion Translation. Yep, because it's If you dope. don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask God to help you and then you can change your habits. And do things the right way. Yeah. And especially for many of us, like we're taking the risk to do what God has told us to do. Yes. And as we're doing that, we don't want to be motivated by something that is not pure, right? Right. Because then what we're building is going to be influenced by that. Exactly. Yeah. So now at this time, really, really examine your heart with God, you know, ask him for help, examine your heart with him. And ask him to help you change your habits if you've started doing anything Mm -hmm. because your perspective has been distorted. And ask him to come in and help you build your life and rebuild your life the way he wants it to be. And to rebuild whatever he's giving you to build. Just like Dante and I talked about earlier, like we have a whole mission that God has given us, the smoking prophet. We don't have time for anything to come in and distort our perspective and that to influence what we're doing. We just want to be influenced by God. Exactly. We want him to clear our minds and keep us focused on him. We're out of here. We certainly hope that you all enjoyed this episode of the Smoking Prophet podcast. Make sure you go and check out today's episode description because we're going to have some links in there for you to 
go in and check out and reference. Also, we just want to say, make sure you subscribe yes. to the podcast so that you can receive alerts and updates as soon as the messages. Also, follow our new Instagram at Dante and Lola. What we're going to focus on there is how we live a life that we love on less than what we make. And also add us on our text list where we send out prophetic life advice. Text the words Blaze, that's B-L-A-Z-E, to the numbers 31996. That's Blaze to the numbers 31996. And thanks so much. Until next time, have the most amazing life. And we love you all. Yes, we do.